So, fantastic. We are here um, in Bird and Blend. We're back for one of our most requested podcasts in Oxford. Um, I'm here with Jade, and I'm going to get you to pitch Bird and Blend and yourself. <laughs> Lovely. So, Bird and, I'll start with Bird and Blend, and then uh-huh. I'll talk about myself. Um, so, Bird and Blend started around 10 years ago now. It started with our co-founders, Chrissy and Mike, mm-hmm. and they were actually working in um, Canada. Wow. So, in Canada... Chrissy was working in a tea shop called David's, and um, Mike was working as a ski instructor. Seems... It's good life, though. <laughs> yeah, good exactly. Life. Okay. I mean, yeah, I personally would yeah. love that. <laughs> so, um, there's actually a ski term, which is called a bluebird day. Mm-hmm. So, a bluebird day is when there's a fresh blanket of snow, um, it's the skies are blue. It's lovely. It's sunny. Yeah, it's a perfect go. day to ski. I don't know if you guys do much skiing, but <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. so you might you've probably seen a bluebird day in real life. Well, <laughs> I do like to go to Easter as well. It will be nice and sunny, so it's ideal. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So you're probably familiar with the feeling of you know it feels like anything is possible when you're in such a lovely environment. Yeah. You might be glorifying my skiing ability a little bit, but yeah, no, <laughs> hypothetically, yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> It's a good media pitch, let's keep going. (laughs) So, it was one of these days when they decided to sit down in a pub garden and have a little chat, and they were talking about how, like, creative and intuitive the idea of, um, like, David's Tea was, and how we don't have anything like that in the UK, Mm. and being one of the, like, largest consumers of tea, it's, like, such a missed opportunity, really. So, they got a, like beer placemat, turn it over, started jotting down some notes, and they started to think about what are some of the core values of the com- like they would like their company to be. So they thought about um, making people happy, mm-hmm. they thought about um, like sustainability and being eco-friendly, yeah. and they also thought about um, reimagining tea and thinking about all the crazy and wonderful things you can do with tea. Mm-hmm. They were like the... Awesome. Okay, and now do you want to introduce yourself so, a little bit, very yeah. briefly? So, uh, moving forward though, mm. we now have 10, uh, 14 stores sorry, in the UK. This store has been here for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been here for, I would say, about eight months now. Okay. Um, so I'm still quite new to the brand. Yes. I mean, I say that. Where did you come from before? <laughs> um, so I used to work in Moulton Brown okay. um, in the Westgate. Mm-hmm. So. I've kind of transitioned mm-hmm. in regards to maybe my, like my background yeah, retail. Still retail though, but I mean, yeah. moving to sort of yeah, more hospitality kind of stuff. Yeah. It's a weird crossover, I suppose, because you've got the retail business as well. Exactly. Transition, uh-huh. um, because you've got like the definitely the retail side, but then you've also got the drink side, and it's actually really fun. Like I mm. maybe under anticipated how creative you can yeah. be with tea. Yeah. It's not until you actually start to do it and you start to see like what goes into things and how you make these things like, it's just it's really fun to do. Do you want to just explain to people how Bird and Blend works when you come in because you've got a lot of different things going on. Yeah. So you've got tea wool, you've got teas for sale, you've got all the other things. So it, the journey actually starts from outside the store. Mm-hmm. So we start by sampling outside. Um, it's a great way to kind of get people to try our tea 
um, for people to actually notice the brand because you know there's lots of different stores there's lots of stuff going on in the high street so sometimes you don't actually take in your surroundings Um, so it's a way to have a presence outside of the shop Um, so it actually begins outside and we have our A boards so it kind of lets you know what's going on Um, we're quite fortunate to have big beautiful windows so Mm -hmm. we always have like a lovely window display which Alice one of our two mixologists does we were just talking about (laughs) yes and then you come into store and we always have something on sample so you'll notice on the bar we'll have like whatever our focus is at that time our campaign we'll have some samples of it could have, be a cold have you noticed people just coming in for the samples like do you have mm. people who just come in and get a sample and they've never bought anything we do because I, I have this at Wittar next door and they've actually stopped letting me have samples of pop chocolate really? which is quite embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> only one and I also buy stuff there and this one woman we just stands do. in front of it so it's very subtle Oh, she does not. We do have that. I mean, if you're going to give away free samples, you're always going to have the issue to a degree. But it's. I always think that it's not a wasted um, Mm. thing. Like even if someone tries it and they don't buy, they're still word of mouth. So they might then say to someone else, "Oh, I tried this lovely tea," Mm. and then that person might come in. So I'm a killer for free sample. I will take any free sample going, even if I don't like the thing. I'll probably try it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And genuinely, I think for a long time, my brother loves tea and he loves Furs and Flint. We first went in Tunbridge Wells, where I'm from, <clears throat> and I literally the first time, couple of times I came in here, I would have literally just had tasters, and I was like, oh well, I'll go for an iced mm. tea or go for a hot tea, and then yeah, all of a sudden I'm like, so it, it does work for sure. Yeah, it? definitely. And I think because we do our sampling in front of our tea wall, it's really easy mm. then to transition into yeah. the rest of the yeah, store. Definitely. So even if someone's just coming in to actually buy a drink, mm-hmm. um, to have a drink in with us. Um, they've got the whole tea wall to pick from. We have our set menu, so we can like kind of guide them through it. Um, or if they've come in, they've never been in before, the store's kind of set out in sections, if you kind of see. So you've got like gifting, you've got matcha, you've got... So once you've like kind of had that initial conversation at the beginning and worked out like why, why they're here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it's really nice to kind of like almost have a little tour of the store. Yeah, it's a very relaxing vibe. And I will say that this store is like kind of from first impressions, genuinely one of the biggest, brightest and sort of most welcoming stores in Oxford, from the sort of cheerful music that's always playing to the lovely window displays you were saying. Like it's just a really kind of friendly environment to walk into. And then how much control do you get over in each individual store? So as a store manager, do they vary a lot location to location? Like, do you get to shape the Oxford store to be how you like it quite a lot, or is it very sort of um, I would say we have a lot of ability to kind of put our own stamp on our mm-hmm. store, if you see what I mean. Um, I would say from the other businesses that I've come from, you usually have, like, a specific... Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's... There, yeah, yeah, there's still... There's still... We still have a brand identity. Uh-huh. We still have, like... Um, certain ways that we would like things to be mm-hmm. but generally we have a lot of freedom around like how would we make this look we know there's a lot of trust in the store managers to um, kind of know your customer base know what's yeah. gonna be something of interest to mm-hmm. the people that you work with and see on a daily basis which I love that because yeah. it trusts them and my ability and my team's ability so yeah. And finally, before we move on to the team, because they're staring at me, it's yeah. really quite tempting. <laughs> um, I want to ask you about sort of how many, so you obviously have the retail as well, that side of it. 
what percentage of people roughly come in and spend? Like, do you get a lot of people who would come in for the retail, not order? How many people come in here and like work? You get a couple of teams here for a couple of hours. I would say it literally depends on the time of year. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, we're like a university town. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of tourists. We have a lot of students, mm -hmm. and then there's obviously people that still live here. Yeah. Um, so we have. I would say the locals are more, and to be fair, not just local to Oxford, mm. but like this is their local store. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of people that will come in and they're like almost replen their mm. stock of tea. Yeah. So they're like buy a load of the tea that they love mm -hmm. and then maybe some others to try. Yeah. Um, we get a lot of that, but then we have a lot of students that will come in, they'll study in here or they'll see it as like a sort of meeting place. Mm -hmm. Um, which is nice because we keep up to date with their lives and they'll yeah. come in every day and get a little tea mm -hmm. and they'll be like, oh my exams are nearly finished. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because yeah. you feel a part of it. Um, so it's definitely like a, a community vibe. And that's good um, for the atmosphere of the stall as well. Yeah, definitely. Have people in here chatting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we should probably move on to some teas. Yeah. Yes, um, definitely. We've got, I do want to ask what your favourite one is actually. What is yeah. your favourite tea? And I how. You can have them in so many different ways. Yeah. <laughs> so many different milks. I would say, um, first of all, I would say that I'm a bit of an iced tea girl. Mm. I love iced tea. Yeah. Um, even in the winter, which is like kind of an unpopular insane, thing. Yeah. Mm. But I just love the freshness of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say it depends it's kind of like you know when you wake up in the morning you look in your wardrobe and you're like what do i feel like wearing mm -hmm. today yeah. it's a bit like that i look at the tea wall and i think what do i feel like drinking today mm -hmm. so yeah. it's a bit different i love having a selection okay amazing <laughs> well that you're in a great place for a selection to be fair <laughs> you yeah. Yeah. awesome okay so what should we what we tried first so we're gonna start off with the earl grey creme uh -huh. as a latte uh -huh. You've got all these different um, types of teas here, right? Do you want to yeah. So I'll explain one? the tea wall. So the yeah. tea wall, when you first come in, you'll see that they're colour coordinated. Uh -huh. So it has different colour labels and they are a different type of tea. So we've got black tea and then it kind of goes up the wall um, all the way to Robos. Mm -hmm. So that's your most caffeinated is your black tea mm -hmm. and then it goes down to Robos, which is naturally caffeine free. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't actually have decaf tea because it's such a harsh process mm -hmm. that we go for options that are naturally caffeine free So okay. like your herbal teas, your fruit teas and your yeah. robots um, We do also do events where you can uh, learn like a lot more about the specific tea types where tea comes from etc yeah. um, so I've, I've always wondered about this sort of yeah these events these lock-ins you have and the tea club How does that work? I mean what yeah. kind of things do you go to? So we have two types of events. We have um, like lock-ins and workshops. Okay. Lock-ins okay. are more of like a slightly shorter, they're about an hour long. It's a bit like wine tasting, but for tea. Yeah. So they're lovely and social. Yeah. We try lots of different <laughs> um, teas. We talk about them. We have a little like chin wag. A bit like what we're going to do now. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a bit like a lock-in. <laughs> Um, workshop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And workshops are a bit more um, in depth. Mm -hmm. So you kind of learn more about, like I was saying, about where the tea comes from and um, you try it and you actually get to make your own tea, which is like my favourite part because mm -hmm. imagine making your own tea. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It <laughs> would go very wrong if in canoes we tried to get people making their own hot chocolate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think yeah. it would work. You'd be surprised. Moondrop Dreams actually came from someone making a tea in a workshop. Oh. And now it's on the wall, so, so when you, you say, might make the next tea. So when you say make tea, you mean sort of from scratch in terms of putting the individual components? Yeah, so we'll have together. like the base the base tea, so you'll pick your base. Because okay. obviously we specialise in blends, yeah. so it's not just 
a specific type of tea. Yeah. Um, it won't just be like a green tea or a black tea. So it'll be like a blend of a okay. green or black tea. Yeah. So you'll have the blend of the bottom part of the the base of the tea. Yeah. So it'll be like a green tea. Mm -hmm. And then you would pick some ingredients to go into that green tea. Okay. Obviously we're there to kind of yeah. give a bit of advice of like what will complement yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> you might go a bit rogue and it might not taste like you expected. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to go and put like four spoonfuls of chili in and then you yeah. can't even drink it. So <laughs> you do get a bit of advice, but yeah. other than that, you have full freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, What's the yeah. weirdest, weirdest thing someone's come up with? Yeah. Because in Canoes we have people who will do literally like 15 spices and all that. So I'm not going to say no, but <laughs> yeah. it's a bad idea. <laughs> I think my weirdest request my weirdest request so far has probably been when someone asked me to have an ice drink, mm. put lemonade in it, and then heat it up. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I don't like when know. When you've got a really sore throat, I guess. Yeah. Like, mm, <laughs> like I was really intrigued after because yeah. I thought, like, what? Like, would it explode because it's fizzy? Yeah. Like, how does Ooh. it work? You should yeah. have done a little bit for you to, to try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I do when there's like a really weird hot chocolate order. Oh. I make just like a double size and then have like a little shot cup on the go. <laughs> yeah. It's genius, honestly. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so the first one we're trying is one of the batteries. It's the Earl Grey creme. Yes. yes. So if you like a Earl Grey, mm -hmm. well, it's kind of with the title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you like Earl Grey, this is a lovely one to go for. Mm -hmm. It's. Um, got some blue cornflowers in there so it adds a little bit of softness and some vanilla if you'd like to grab the tin I can show you what the tea looks Absolutely. like so this is thank you very much and we thank have you. done this as per the thank recipe it. Uh -huh. so it will be a latte um, and this has in oh, a pump of honey and a wow. with oat milk as well so we tend to use like plant-based milk, but we do yeah. have cow's milk as an option as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so as you can see, it's very lovely. I love the little blue corn flowers. Yes. Um, and yeah, and so it's not- A lot of frost milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, definitely. I don't normally like normal black teas mm. with women, but I'm so yeah. dull. So this is really nice. I mean, yeah, delicious. Yeah. I think it's really nice fruit. It's mm. really good actually. Yeah, it really compliments it. I can't believe it. I actually yeah. like it because I really didn't think I was going to like it. <laughs> well, I wasn't a fan of Earl Grey until I tried this one because it's mm. sort of just very, very creamy and soft but mm. in a lovely way. I also, I don't like milk really. Oh, okay. Which is a very weird thing. Like, mm. I mean, I do in very specific circumstances like I like hot chocolate but only with, like, I don't like cow's milk at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's too milky and I don't like sort of I know it's not milk for like full fat yogurt, it's like really dairy yeah. stuff. And this this one just work really well. Yeah. It's a froth of the milk. Yeah. I mean, I really like this one. I actually have this one as like my staple Earl Grey now. Okay. Um, Earl Grey actually comes from like bergamot, so it's bergamot oil um, that's been put into the tea, like infused with the tea, because tea is so porous, mm -hmm. absorbs all the flavour. So. Um, this one is actually one of my favourites. Awesome. So, right, should we move on to the next one? Move on to next. So, we, we have strawberry lemonade as a iced tea. Uh -huh. So this one, we, this one is actually one of the um, first teas that were ever created. So mm -hmm. when the brand started, we had about 20 uh, different teas. 
And strawberry lemonade, and one that we're gonna try later, which is from Haiti, mm -hmm. um, was actually one of the first ever teas, and they're still on the wall today. <laughs> um, I'll let you guys have a little smell of the tea as mm. well. I take the whole grain. Oh, yeah, like, immediately. Oh, yeah. Very fruity. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, it is lovely. Especially like we're sitting here on a sunny day. It just smells of summer. Yeah. Oh, delicious. I love the fact that it actually has like you can see there's pieces of actual like full dried lemons as well. So you really have that lovely balance between like the strawberry and the lemon. Yeah. Um, if you like a like sort of sweet citrusy flavour, mm -hmm. this one's a great one to go for. And with our fruit teas, so fruit teas have a bit of a stigma of like smelling amazing, but not tasting too yeah. strong. Um, so we've kind of combat that with um, putting some like fruit oils in there as well. Okay. Um, so you get a lovely sort yes. of taste whether you're having it as a hot tea, iced tea, whichever. Thank okay. you very much. So, here we go. Lovely. This is quite, there's a lot of senses going on straight yeah. after the like Earl Grey tea. I know. We've got water. Mm. Right, here we go. Oh, yeah, it's fizzy. Oh, that's good. It is fizzy. Yeah, I didn't realise that was going on until you said it. Yeah, that's really nice. It's like really light and fizz. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know if it's so, bottled or not. I think you expect it to have lemonade in, but actually, mm. the recipe that we use, we use fizzy water instead. Um, um, and then it's got a bit of strawberry mm. syrup and a bit of lemon syrup with yeah. some lemons and strawberries in. And how many yeah. different syrups do you have? So we have five. Um, we have honey, strawberry syrup, lemon syrup, cinnamon syrup, and vanilla syrup, and they're all um, like low in sugar. Okay, and then do you prefer to like be like the purist, so you like anti syrup yourself, or do you like just whack him in and see what happens? <laughs> um, I can't lie, I'm a bit of a kind of sweet gal. I mm. love to have syrup in pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I have tried to, I think I get excited at the fact that there's syrup there. So okay. I'm like, let me put this one in, let me <laughs> yeah. put this one in. But sometimes yeah. I, I've like, as time has gone on, mm -hmm. I've realized that you don't actually always need syrup as much as you think you do. Especially with yeah. this one, I think. So I think I've had this without the syrup and it's got, it has got so much flavor. It's yeah, like, definitely. I've yeah. realized as well, like I go for the iced teas mm -hmm. and then I always, like to think, oh, okay, well, this one has strawberry yeah. and I must put strawberry syrup yeah. in. Mm -hmm. But actually, it like alters the taste because it's a bit more sugary. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas- You lose um, a natural flavor. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I was gonna say, I've had this one just sort of in a tea bag form at home and it is still delicious. I mean, obviously it's kind of elevated yes, to its absolute yeah. maximum by the way you prepare it in store, but it's still just delicious in its purest tea form. And yeah. what's next? So, <laughs> yes. We are now going to move on to a robust tea. This one has actually won awards. Um, it is very lovely. So this is what we make our like chai lattes out of. Um, so robust actually um, originates from South Africa. So it's a plant that grows um, green, and then when it's dried, it turns red. So the direct translation is actually red bush. Okay. <laughs> I did not um, know that. That's yeah. <laughs> little, little fun fact there for you guys. Um, so this is kind of what it looks like mm -hmm. as a base, but obviously yeah. we've got our ingredients mixed in there. Mm -hmm. So 
you can have a little smell of that. So this has got some of your yeah, traditional chai flavors with obviously ginger and some mellow flower, which also adds a bit mm. of sweetness as well. I, I first saw that at Christmas, I think, and just assumed it was like a, a festive yeah. thing. Yeah. And it does. You have all so it started as a festive tea, mm -hmm. um, like a limited edition, yeah. and it was so popular that it ended up being on the wall permanently. We do have like a bit of a focus on it for Christmas because, like you say, mm -hmm. it's definitely those like warm flavors. Mm -hmm. But even at this time of the year, when it's like the weather's picking up, it's lovely yeah. if you like an iced um, latte as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Iced, yeah, iced chai. Yeah, with mm -hmm. a little bit of cinnamon sprinkled on top. Oh, oh lovely. Genius. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so yeah. I'll bring it over. Thank you very much. So Ooh. is this in latte form? I see it's foamy. Yes, so we've got this as a chai latte. Mm -hmm. um, so as you can taste, it's like wow. really has what, a lot what of milk is this again? Sorry. So this one's oat milk oh. as mm -hmm. well. Um, we have made it as a latte, so what we use is like a concentrate. So that's basically when you make a really strong version of the tea. So you put, we use our brudinis, um, mm -hmm. and we put about two to three spoonfuls into the brudini, and then fill it to the bit that kind of sticks up, and then yeah. from there um, we leave it to brew for the same amount of time you would if you were having a hot tea, mm -hmm. okay. um, and then we would mix that with the milk. Obviously, we have a steamer, so we can steam it. If you mm -hmm. were to do it at home, you'd warm the milk, maybe use like an aero latte, like mm -hmm. a whisk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, you've made it. Yeah. So it's, it's really easy to make at home as well if you want to do. Um, our recipe has a pump of cinnamon and honey in it. Mm -hmm. um, but you can, it's just as lovely on its own if you want to feel that kick of the ginger a bit more. Yeah, and what, um, the brudinis, talk us through the brudinis. So the brudinis, have I got one to hand? I do, brilliant. It's got some stuff in it. it. Amazing. <laughs> So, the brudinis, I am going to take this bit out so you can see what I'm talking yeah. about. So basically... I do have one of these at home. Oh, because this I, is I one of those purchases where you think, is it necessary? <laughs> and you get it home and you're like, it's so necessary. That's what you told me before I bought one. <laughs> exactly! <laughs> <You're> right, yeah. <laughs> so, you've got obviously, we have two sizes. We've mm. got this one is like the slightly smaller one and then we have a slightly bigger one. Mm -hmm. um, so, you pop the tea into this part, so you open the lid, Pop your tea in here, mm -hmm. and then you fill it with the water. Depending on which tea you have, you might need to put it at 80 degrees or 100 degrees, mm -hmm. um, or three to four minutes, depending on the type of tea. And then um, you just leave it to brew. And when it's ready, you would have your cup, and you would literally pop it on top of the cup, and it would come out the bottom. So it has like mm -hmm. a magnetic plate just under here, as you see. And when that presses down, the tea just comes out. And it keeps all the leaves in here, so mm -hmm. you don't get any of the tea leaves in there. It's Super easy. Time as well. It's just kind of ideal, isn't it? Exactly. And it's made from BPA-free plastic. Okay. So you're not going to get any toxins in your mm -hmm. tea or anything like that. Super easy to clean. These parts come off. You could take this out, take this out, take this off. Yeah. Um, I was actually I was going to ask. Yeah. That's a silly practical question. How easy is it to clean? Yeah, you can even flush it through as well. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So you could put, like, maybe some... Yeah. I don't know, bicarbonate soda, mm -hmm. white vinegar. That's beyond my clearing, my cleaning knowledge. But yes, I think. Anything you choose to clean with, maybe yeah. it's just a portion output. Yeah, that's actually a very important <laughs> So, green teas. 
We've got two yes. green teas coming. Yeah, so green tea, as I mentioned a minute ago, is one of the teas where you will have to um, brew it at 80 degrees. Okay. So um, you can do that in two ways. You can either do it by um, popping a little bit of cold water in first okay. and then hot water. Or if you are lucky enough to have one of those special kettles <laughs> that can get yeah. the temperature for you, then it's 80 degrees. Okay. Um, so this one, like the strawberry lemonade, is mm -hmm. one of the teas that we started with and has mm -hmm. been on the wall yeah. since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. um, so this is mojito based off of a mojito. Genius. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it smells amazing. It's minty but kind of there's something more interesting to it that i'm so this one has exactly yeah. yeah so tell me about it it's got a green tea base mm -hmm. it has peppermint in there you've got dried lime pieces so a bit like the strawberry lemonade yeah, that pieces. might be it the lime yeah yeah which lime is kind of like so a nice. nice yeah go for it let's have a smell oh, have have taste smell. It. Lovely. Yeah. It's also made from lemongrass, lime leaves to create that those distinctive flavours from a mojito. Um, so we make it as an iced tea. What have you? What have we got in here? Just water. So this one is literally with water, and then we've shaken it up um, with some ice, and that's all we do for the mojito. Obviously, when we well when we make it in the kitchen, we do put some lime pieces in there and some um, bits of mint just to like enhance those flavours. But this one is very lovely. Mm -hmm. Is this your favourite green tea? Like, oh, um, I would say, do you know what? Cold brewed? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, okay. so I've never so, even considered a cold green tea, really. Yeah. So this one is like as an iced tea. So we make this one uh, with the concentrate. Same mm -hmm. sort of process as like a latte. You would do the concentrate and then you would just, instead of mix it with hot milk, you mix it with cold water yeah. or ice and then give it a shake. Yeah. Um, with the cold brew bottles, so it's a bottle just like this one on the shelf. Yeah. So you pop in a few spoonfuls of the tea, so about six spoonfuls, fill it up with the um, liquid of your choice. So that could be water, lemonade, um, milk or yeah. even alcohol. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> That's a different type of lock. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And then you um, leave it in the fridge overnight. Mm -hmm. It's probably best because it gives it time to mm -hmm. yeah. like infuse all the flavors and like get all that lovely taste, um, or a minimum of like four to six hours mm -hmm. really. And then you've yeah. got a nice tea straight away, which yeah. is lovely. Wonderful. And next up is another green tea. Yes. Yeah, so mm. this one is the um, blue raspberry. So we actually make this one from, is this one the blue rats, the old recipe or the new recipe? So this is actually a new one. We don't have the tin of this one at the moment Very because exciting. it has only just arrived in store. So a little exclusive for you guys. <laughs> um, so before the blue raspberry used to be a green tea base. Mm -hmm. um, and it had freeze-dried raspberries in it and the okay. blue pea flour. Mm -hmm. So the blue pea flour is a... In ingredient that we put in a lot of um, our teas if we wanted to create as you see it's mm -hmm. like a really dark blue colour yeah. um, when you add in a little bit of lemon mm -hmm. or this could be like well any citrus really so it could be lemon yeah. juice it could be like lime juice or lemonade syrup mm. we use in store um, it actually changes it to a light purpley colour oh, wow. so it reacts with the citrus 
Yeah. Um, this is the new one, and we have cool. iced it yeah. um, as per the recipe. And this one is now a fruit base. Yeah. So it's the same sort of flavors. Mm -hmm. It tastes well. Let me taste it. Mm. <laughs> this is your first one. Yeah. So here we're getting a tea yes. connoisseur. Yes, I would say it does taste pretty much the same as the other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've just done this one as an iced tea for now, um, mm -hmm. but usually we would like put it with um, the fizzy water and we would put like the uh, syrups in there as well. Um, but I thought it would be nice to just chase, like, taste yeah. it as a straight tea for a second. It's, um, it's, it's really no it's a nostalgic flavour mm. to me, definitely, yeah. it reminds me. Sweet when I was younger. Yeah, it's really nice. It's got the very blue. Mm. You can see the, the colour. I was going to say, you definitely need to get a fish. Lovely. Lovely. You can that little cup in front of it. This one? Yep. You can see the colour change. So, oh, okay. it's like this at the beginning. Water. Ah, lovely. Look at that. Thought we planted. <laughs> so, I'll put a bit more water in there so it's full. So, it's this lovely blue colour. When you add the citrus, it starts to change oh, the colour. I mean, that's which is lovely. That's proper that's, chemistry. Oh, no, I love it. It looks beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would match my outfit to that. I actually had a yeah. customer that came in specifically to match that outfit. So you're not looking too far off, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. My nails are not too far mm. from that colour. The nails matching the shirt is also incredible. <laughs> I imagine compliment you on it earlier. <laughs> I mean. Amazing. So... What's next? So, next one is Deck Chair Dreaming. Um, I do actually really love this tea. I think it's a lovely twist on a sort of classic chamomile tea. Um, so it's got a chamomile base, but then it's got some fruit pieces in there that really sort of adds a little twist to your sort of classic evening tea. Um, people tend to have chamomile more for like to help aid sleep and things like yeah. that. Obviously we're not like in that medical yeah. <laughs> professionals <laughs> medical yeah. but just like flavor. historically <laughs> yeah. um, but this one is great for the evening mm -hmm. you can also ice it um, and make it as a cocktail if you want so it goes lovely oh, with gin a little bit of fresh um, orange in there as well um, and it's also really lovely in a cold brew bottle mm -hmm. just with like water or lemonade um, yeah. so you can actually do a lot especially at this time of the year yeah. so maybe in the evening when it gets a bit chilly you have it as a hot tea and then you put on your cold brew for the morning what is it so, for you that makes the tea really really good? Ooh, I love to have the option to do a lot with it I think can pretty much do that with any tea but as long as i like it in all the different ways that you can have it obviously sometimes you end up liking it one way more than the other yeah. um but this one i would definitely say is like such a lovely like versatile mm. flavor yeah, that it complements we've also got a brudini demonstration oh, oh brilliant lovely do you want to do it oh my God. so i literally just put it on top yeah yeah and there we go. So that's, that's how the Brindini works. Magical. It's the perfect amount as well. <laughs> so how does one prepared? So this one, because it's a herbal, um, we you can do it at 100 degrees. Um, so you literally just, you could even drink that whole cup yeah. if you like. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know what the temperature's like. Oh, it's not too bad. <laughs> I don't want to scold myself. <laughs> Normally Lime, you would put a little bit really of um, cold water mm. on the top. but. 
You just pop a yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have the glass is good though. Very um non-conducting. So with um this tea, you would just pop a spoonful of the tea into the brew deep, fill it um to kind of just a bit away from the top if you want to be able to put a little bit of cold water in. Depends on your cup size really. Um and then you just leave it for four minutes to brew. And when it's ready, you just pop it on top of the cup and off you go. Yeah. It's quite good as well if you're uh, drinking an oolong tea. And um, what's, an, what's an oolong tea? So an oolong tea is a type of tea where it comes from the long uh, leaves of the tea plant. And the special part about an oolong tea is that it can be re-steeped. So um, what that basically means is you can... Most people know the word steeped as like brewing. Yeah. So you could rebrew it basically um, up to about seven times. Oh, and wow. the flavour changes as you rebrew it. Okay. Um, obviously, you're meant to consume that within a certain amount of time, otherwise, mm. you don't want to leave the leaves for too yeah. long. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Brudini is great for that because you could just leave it in there and then do the process again seven times and our oolong teas obviously they are um blends so mm-hmm. you start off with like getting the majority of the like ingredients flavors and yeah. as it brews it goes into more of the oolong flavor mm-hmm. which we have like milk oolong as well and how much did you have to learn about tea before you came like <laughs> did you have this love and knowledge of tea before coming to Burden blend I actually had pretty much no knowledge of tea before That's I started <laughs> yeah I I think it's I mean, did you like as, it Oh yeah, I like okay. tea. Don't, yeah. I mean, the the love of tea was definitely there. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but I kind of just grew up drinking like the norm, like yeah. what people see as like your normal black tea, breakfast tea. Yeah. Um, I think my mum went through a phase once of having like robots. Yeah. And um, my grandparents are from the Caribbean, yeah. so my grandma actually used to make her own tea okay. and put loads of like herbs wow. and things in there yeah. and brew it and then if we had a cold she would use it for that and that's yeah. actually like kind of where like herbal tea was created from yeah not from my grandma specifically but <laughs> the idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the kind of backstory that would be i know <laughs> my grandma created it um so yeah so i think that is kind of as far as my knowledge went um but when i started here we had lots of training um our co-founder chrissy has written a book and you actually get a book at the beginning so it's uh the world atlas of tea and um oh yeah just behind you though (laughs) and it has loads of like helpful information pictures everything so everything you need to basically be a tea connoisseur is in that book so this is maybe the weirdest name of a tea. So this <laughs> is the Panagalactic Gargle Blaster. So <laughs> Talk this us tea is a black tea base. Mm-hmm. It's got some peppermint in there as well. Mm-hmm. It's also got the blue pea flowers that I was talking about earlier. So the, they look like this. Mm-hmm. And you can see that the leaves are like a kind of deep blue colour. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that you also find in the blue raspberry and um, in some of our other fruit teas. Mm-hmm and that's the one that gives you the colour change. Um, for this one, we kind of, it creates like a dark sort of like forest Something green, cool, yeah. which is lovely. Well, um, is it? Is it? I, don't know, I wouldn't say I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, I love that. Well, at this point, it's like, I would get my torch out because it's probably the best way to do it. Oh, mm. uh, so this is the name. So this is why, because oh, it's, it's so glittery. Okay, you can see oh, the actual glitter in it. 
So it has little shimmer bits in there, which yeah. obviously you probably can't see on the camera, yeah, but, but it's yeah. very lovely. Um, so you can see these little gold bits. Oh, yes. They're the bits that give you... Um, and what's, what's it prepared with here? So um, this one is just as a iced tea. Um, with a little bit of honey. The honey comes through almost more than the tea. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually we have, um, I think with this one, we probably brew it. <laughs> so with this one, um, it has quite a, like a strong flavour because you've got the black tea and the peppermint. Mm. So um, it depends obviously how much of like you get into your spoonful. So if you only get say one blue pea flower, it's yeah. going to give you kind of like um, a similar colour to this. Mm -hmm. If you get more blue pea flowers in there, it will give you like a sort of more deeper bluey colour. Yeah. Um, if you get few more of the freeze-dried like blueberries yeah. in there you may get some more taste of that coming yeah. through so i think it kind of it's one of those teas where like each spoonful is going to be a bit different yeah. which yeah. is fun which is quite, quite the game quite interesting. Um, so this is we've got oxford comet coming now yes so, so there's got to be a story behind oxford comet yes <laughs> of course talk to me about oxford comet so oxford comet is our store blend so each store in the company mm -hmm. has their own store blend yeah um so Ours is a black tea base. It's actually kind of an infusion of different um, types of tea, really. Um, so it has a bit of black tea in there. It's got a bit of pu'er. It's got a bit of... So pu'er is a type of tea where it's like fermented black tea. Okay. Um, so it's put into like... A, it's stacked, mm -hmm. like damp leaves, put into like a, traditionally like a tube. Yeah. But like now we use... Um, like temperature yeah. uh, regulated room mm -hmm. and then it is it dries like that so it dries okay. and it ferments so it has live bacteria so it's actually quite good um, interesting feel that oh wow that's yeah. like really that has a massive smell I was going to say nose but it's not wine <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's lovely like the, the smells that you get actually comes from um, the kind of mix of the teas together mm -hmm. so this one does also have some like green tea in there okay. um it's also got a bit of like ginkgo believer which is kind of like mm. you can see all of the little bits mixed together i always think that this one looks really interesting yeah. um even though it's not like interesting and stuff yeah. lots of fruits and stuff like that i just love how they all kind of like sh shredded and they're all mixed together mm. Um, but also, it's meant to smell like old books and libraries because we are oh, a wow. university yeah. town. Oh, yeah, I, um, now of course you've said that. Like that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> smell. Yeah, I, so I suppose that's how you sort of yeah come up with the. Yeah. What are some of the other store teas? Do you know? Yeah, so um, we've got like in Brighton Lanes. There's Brighton Rock. Um, in Manchester, they've just got their new. Um, their new store blend and it's champagne supernova oh, um <laughs> in like cardiff mm. they've got wow scratch so there's lots yeah. of um different ones with different places and it kind of links to something that is kind of well known for that area really yeah. um which is so fun and also if you like collecting tea it's yeah. great to go around and try all the different ones mm. you might go to borough and try the big smoke mm. so lots yeah. of different things have an insight into what the sort of creation process either for this specific tea or tea in general is like do you start with an idea 
then, um so Chris. chrissy our co-founder mm-hmm. she makes all the teas yes um oh, and she's still. a yeah, wow. I was gonna say that's quite a lot of teas we're getting. Oh no! Um, so she kind of comes up with an idea or like some inspiration around something. Mm-hmm. So for example, like campfires and vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, she is kind of based off of like one of her favorite songs, but also thinking, what would a vampire like to drink? Mm-hmm. Um, and then came up with this blend. So I feel like the inspiration comes. She's from, living like, her best life. Yeah. It's a great job, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all inspired by different things. Mm-hmm. Maybe like um, something that is quite well known, or something that's completely random to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but each tea kind of has its own inspiration and story. Um, and sometimes you get that from the name, and sometimes mm-hmm. you get that from the story itself. Yeah. So one of the things we always ask us, regular people know, is about this dream dinner party. So you've got your four people, dead or alive, who you're going to bring to. In this case, a tea party. Yes. I suppose. Um, and just whilst we're preparing a couple other ones, we'll space them out. So you get the first two now. Who are you bringing to your tea seance? Oh. So is it only famous people? Or? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be. Okay. I think that I would um, bring... I think I would bring Michelle Obama. She's, yeah. she's a common pick, but a great pick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can imagine her being a, comma, a common like, pick. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I could... Out. Yeah, I great, feel like I could have a great conversation oh with her. Yeah. I feel like she could have a great conversation with anyone, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Kind of exactly. It's a great starting point if you're four people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think my second person... Now, this is going to sound really, like... I don't know. Um, but I would actually bring my nan. She's unfortunately oh. passed away, but... She ha- used to drink tea all the time, oh, like yeah. all the time. But it was always a breakfast tea, and I just would love to show her. Infuse her. What? what, what you can yeah. Do with what, tea. what other teas there are <laughs> out there, and just see her opinion. Like, would yeah. she be like, "Oh no, yeah. I like my breakfast tea," or would she be like, "Wow, I didn't know this is a thing." And so. normally we have a three-course meal. Like, you pick each course. But here we're going to do three teas. So, what's the first tea you're giving them? First tea, I would go with, um, ooh, that's a tricky question. I think I would go with... Setting the palette, setting the vibe. Yeah, maybe mm. a Great British Cup. I know it sounds really boring, ooh. but I feel like depending on where you get it from and mm-hmm. like with like our Great British Cup, it's like a whole leaf um, and okay. sometimes, you know, you might get it from different places and it might taste slightly mm. different. So I would definitely showcase like what a traditional tea, mm. like traditional uh, yeah. tea is like. Well, ours is called a Great British Cuppa, mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> but that's what <laughs> most people yeah. know it as. <laughs> yeah, like solid British, healthy breakfast tea. Um, exactly. Do we think that Michelle Obama likes tea? That's the I next question. I feel like she does, but there's something that makes me think she's more of like a, <coughs> maybe like a non-Catholic Yeah. <laughs> maybe like yeah. a herbal tea or a yeah. fruit tea or something. Yeah. I don't know why, but I just get yeah. that vibe. No. Okay, so we're still, I'm not sure what we're trying next. We're still waiting for it. So we're gonna go for the third person who you're bringing. Okay, so um, I would say, Ooh, um, 
maybe like Oprah Winfrey. Oh. Because. Yeah. such a trio. I know. I think because she's interviewed so many people that I feel like I'd be getting not just one person's opinion. I'd be That's getting so like true. <laughs> so much so influence from about, people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I would have to pick mm. her to get like the conversation that I feel yeah. like the conversation would be so intense that I couldn't even say anything because yeah. Yeah. you, want, you want to just sit back make some tea exactly make a cuppa yeah let's see what happens okay so <laughs> next up we've got these biscuit teas now yes. do you want to just talk me through what on earth's going on with these they've literally arrived this morning we they have arrived yeah. this morning so this is a bit of an exclusive moment I would say very this is the first time I'm trying it too so I'm very, a bit nervous but I am so excited yeah. um, so you may not know this but on the 29th of May so literally like this Sunday mm-hmm. yep. or Monday um, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah so it is actually National Biscuit Day I didn't know now I do I'll have yeah. some biscuits <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you yeah. you definitely want to eat a biscuit on yeah. that day absolutely um, <laughs> so we are launching some new biscuit tea so you might have already tried um, our chocolate digestive yes, yes. Uh, that is a lovely <laughs> I've tried that one of my favourite teas <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, so this is kind of inspired by lots of different biscuits. Mm-hmm. We have um, five new teas. So there's some that are like black tea bases and some that are robots. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got our cookies and cream. We've got a caramelized biscuit, which is like a biscoff flavor. Mm-hmm. We've got um, custard creams, jammy dodger. <laughs> And um, am I missing one? Oh, and ginger, mm-hmm. ginger biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also got a new matcha that's coming out as well wow. uh, for this wow. limited edition time. What's new and matcha? it's Jaffa cake. Oh so if you God. like a Jaffa cake, <laughs> I don't. To be honest, <laughs> I don't mean I don't. Crazy. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of the Jaffa cake, yeah. but I have a feeling that, like, depending on how you have it, like mm-hmm. maybe as a latte, yeah. it could actually be really lovely. This is cookies and cream. This is cookies and cream. Okay, so this is cookies and cream as a latte. With all your biscuit teas, would you recommend that you have them with biscuits, or is that biscuit overload? I mean, I would suggest having any tea with biscuit, but (laughs) that's a good opinion to have. Very milky. I guess that's the Mm. inevitable thing of a cookies cookies and cream. I like the sort of more savoury side of it. Yeah, it's, it's got like not a that slightly, sweet, which is yeah. weird. Mm. I think it's like, it's got like popped, maybe popped rice or something in there. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so I mean like that's where that sort of more savoury taste comes from, mm-hmm. more like roasty yeah. flavour. Because yeah. the aftertaste um, is definitely really smooth and not sweet at all. Nice. Yeah, it's a very, yeah, it's really not overly sweet at all, which I think you would just expect all of these to be. I'm yeah. expecting the Biscoff to be more sweet, yeah. not Biscoff. Yeah. Okay. Like the, the bag still says Biscoff on it, but oh, the no. name is not, we're not allowed to say Biscoff. <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to sell it that anyway, I'm sure we can say it. <laughs> Amazing. So, here it is. Oh, it's nice to try this one. The colour's already looking grey. So this is the ice. So talk, talk me through the flavours as you're getting them. <laughs> mm. So this one is a lot sweeter. You can definitely taste it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my god. It actually tastes like biscuit. Yeah. Yeah. For a start. 
I'm actually really surprised. You know when you try something in a good way. But you know when you try something, I always think this as well when I try, like when I was first trying all the teas, Mm. um, someone explained chocolate digestive to me as like, like when you drop a biscuit in a tea. And I thought, that sounds really weird. Mm. Um, And then I tried it and it tasted exactly like chocolate digestives. So I was really like, cautious going into the biscuit teas because yeah. I thought oh my gosh like what if they don't taste like biscuits yeah. what if they do taste like biscuits like how's this gonna go yeah and it's just like so exciting when you try it and yeah. it tastes exactly like biscuits every time it tastes exactly like <laughs> it. this is amazing totally yeah it's delicious well. so and last things we're gonna try are gonna be the matches yeah now I think you can, do you want to do a demonstration of the matches yeah I could do a demonstration so this is the uh, Jaffa Cake Matcha, the one I was mentioning earlier. So, you can see, as you yep. pointed out earlier, there's a little picture of Jaffa Cakes on there. So, when you're making a matcha shop... I mean, matcha, I know, yeah. it's green, but it doesn't look like matcha. Matcha like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like Jaffa Cakes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can kind of smell it, but with matcha, you don't really get so mm. much of the um, like ingredients no, smell. Yeah. It's more the yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, matcha has loads of great benefits, which is why a lot of people have this as like um, an alternative to coffee as well because mm-hmm. it's slow release caffeine mm-hmm. so you okay. don't get all the jitters and yeah. kind of um, dip in your energy levels as you would with like a coffee mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to pop a spoonful of the matcha in the bowl mm-hmm. now with matcha because it is basically a grounded down green tea powder the same way that you would do 80 degrees when you're making a cup of green tea, you would do the same thing for your matcha. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using the cold water with the hot water method. So you would pop it a little bit, and then I usually just give it a little bit of a whisk just to get all the leaves covered, because if you put the hot water straight onto it, you're gonna burn the leaves, and then it's gonna taste bitter. Okay. And then traditionally, we would use um, the uh, sorry, I forgot what I <laughs> Traditionally, we would use they would use like a um, bamboo whisk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's because um, you don't want to use anything that has like a flavour to it because mm-hmm. it will transfer the flavour into the matcha. Um, so this one has no flavour, and also its bamboo is naturally antibacterial, okay. so you won't get like um, it's like easier to clean and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and the Aero Latte whisks that we have um, in store, mm-hmm. you can also make your shot with, um, and also makes it a bit easier to make your latte. Mm-hmm. And they are made from nylon, so they don't have any flavors to it as well. So then you would pop your hot water in, and you mm-hmm. want to give it a whisk in a W motion, mm-hmm. and that just whisks it up. And when you start to get the froth on top, mm-hmm. then you know that it's ready. Um, with some of the flavored ones though, you don't get as much froth as like your pure grain okay. matcha. Um, And talk us through the ginger nut. So ginger nut, um, it's kind of based off like a ginger nut biscuit mm-hmm. flavour. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
have made this as like an apple steamer. So we've put apple juice, oh, we've wow. steamed it. I did not expect that because I had it before you tried. You really <laughs> told me. Yeah, that's like, oh, that's mm. how to have matcha. Mm. If you don't like matcha. Yeah. So like, yeah, which is probably why our co-founder mm-hmm. um, loved the benefits of matcha. Like you mm-hmm. get lots of vitamins and antioxidants. Um, so one of the be- benefits of matcha, but wasn't too keen on the pure grade matcha flavor. Mm-hmm. It's quite green and vegetal. Um, it's quite yeah. specific. Mm-hmm. So she decided to create lots of different flavors so that she could have matcha and actually enjoy drinking it. Yeah. Um, and create lots of different recipes. Um, but still get all of those lovely benefits. So now we have one of the largest selections of matcha in the UK, which is great. Um, so yeah, this one is one of the ways to have it, which is as an apple steamer. Amazing. So I suppose just before we come to an end, I want you to tell me about what's the sort of future plans for Bird and Blend and for the Oxford School? Um, so, I mean, for Bird and Blend <coughs> in general, we are looking at opening new stores. Mm-hmm. So keep your eyes peeled because yep. there may be a new store opening somewhere wow. that's closer or I don't know. Very yeah. exciting, yeah. <laughs> so that is kind of the aim um, and there's a few like changes that are going on that are going to be really great. Mm-hmm. Um, collaborations, upcoming, we are also featuring in like a TV programme that's just been put on to Amazon Prime. Amazing. So um, it will be on episode four. Oh, wow. So like yeah. we also for the Oxford store you can come in you can sign up to our newsletter keep up to date with everything that we're doing um, we do events in store as you already know but sometimes like going into the rest of the year we might do like specific events so you could do you can request to have an event in store we aim to do some more like collaborations um, and maybe try and get a bit out there I'm thinking of trying to you know maybe do some little pop-ups or something festival kind of thing so we are so like featuring in a couple of festivals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Bird and Blend are um, going to be in a couple of festivals this year for example like Truck or Love Supreme wow. um, things like that which is going to be great um, but yeah so but store specific mm-hmm. I think Maybe not festivals yet. Yeah. One day. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, be a big cool Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, staff's always a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how we would do that quite, but um, yeah, like maybe just like some some things locally. So, yeah. but it will all be in the newsletter, which is like mm-hmm. super helpful. So. And who is that last person you're bringing, and what are the last two teas you're serving? Oh, okay. Last two teas. I'm gonna go for one in a melon. Mm-hmm. One in a melon is actually, unfortunately, leaving the wall soon. Um, and we Let's currently please. have the last few days of our vote back. So if you haven't voted so far, mm-hmm. get your votes in. <laughs> um, and that will be replacing that tea. But that is one of my favourite teas, as a nice tea. Um, and so I would be doing that one as a little send-off to one in a melon. Uh-huh. Um, and I think my last person would be... I'd like to, I would definitely like to meet her. So yeah. she's in the country already. Yeah. It'll be easy. Yeah. Kind of ideal. Just get her to stop by. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be like, come on. <laughs> you got to try our store blender. The only way to do that is to come here. Absolutely. Yeah, you have it in here. She'll be so happy to you. Well, honestly, Joe, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. It's been 
amazing. Oh, and, yeah, um, I'd encourage people to come, but I think they're probably going to anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it. Thanks so much.